Indestructible Gaming. Choose your character. Musket Shot. Mr. K. Let the review begin. Hello and welcome to Indestructible Gaming and more. I am Musket Shot. Alongside me is my co-host, Mr. K. Mr. K, hello. Hey guys, welcome back. Hey. Another week, another game. <laughs> right. <laughs> so this week's game is called Carry On. Carry On, uh, Carry On, whichever. Whatever, however you want to pronounce it, I guess. And this game is developed by Phobia Game Studio. And this is a first this is their first game by themselves as a developer. They did do one other game where they developed it under um another company called Transhuman Design, and the game is called Butcher. And if you play Carry On and then look at this game Butcher, which we've looked at, it's you'll you'll see some similarities. Yeah, it looks pretty like it's pretty much the same graphics kind of. Yeah, so it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Um and they did you know they the reason they they funded their own independent company phobia game studio was to you know conceive carry on and give it their full undivided attention so that's pretty cool Mm. hopefully lots of luck to them and um, hopefully it'll continue to be a strong independent developer Uh, the game is published by devolver digital which we've played our game already with by devolver digital and they and that was uh was i'm drawing a blank now but look Enter the Gungeon. Enter the Gungeon, that's it. And, uh, you know, that Devolver Digital does a lot of, publishes a lot of games for, you know, independent companies and developers and stuff like that. So um, I won't get into too much about them, but uh, they do a lot of different different games. So this game was just released this July, and it's rated M for Mature for Blood and Gore and Violence. It's on Steam, Switch, and Xbox One. So I'm actually surprised it came to Game Pass that quickly when it was released like that. But, you know, good yes. for us. Yeah, some of the stuff they're releasing are coming out the day one on Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, good for us. So that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. So that's a little bit about the uh, developer and uh, some other information on that game. Uh, do you want to get into the uh, storyline? Well, it's... It doesn't feed you the story right away. You kind of wake up in this area of this scientific place that you've never been to, never heard of. You're just there. And you play as this blob of flesh. And your main objective is to, well, escape. And how do you escape? I just murder everyone in the facility, break doors, complete puzzles, gain upgrades, and eventually, as you progress through the through the game, you'll learn more of the story through these flashbacks. And that's pretty much carrying. I guess it's. I guess it could be a creature of some sort that was developed there at the at this facility, and you kind of look. I don't, I don't know. It's hard to explain. I guess you kind of look like a blob with tentacles and a bunch of mouths on it, so that you can, you know, there's multiple mouths to feed basically. Yeah. So it's, but it's really kind of hard to explain what he, what he really is um, to be exact. Now this is a 
a side-scrolling reverse horror game. Uh, do you want to kind of explain what a reverse horror game means? A reverse horror game is basically when you play as the villain instead of running away from the villain. Like imagine playing, imagine playing Friday the Thirteenth or something like that, and like the game is you play as Jason Voorhees. That would be called reverse horror. Um, yeah, that's pretty much what reverse horror it is. And there's a lot of reverse horror games now. I mean, this is not. And I, you know, I've been really happy about that because I've been wanting those kinds of games because yeah. they don't. They offer a lot more in terms of gameplay. They offer a lot more opportunities for different kinds of play styles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. Um, I think it's becoming a, a big genre now because it's just, I, I see it a lot more uh, in different types of games that are coming out. Yeah. It seems like every year when you go to the gaming expos, there's, you know, you'll see a number of different ones. So it's it's pretty cool. I like yeah, I'm with you. I like I like having that type of stuff. It's different. Instead of yeah. being the hero, it's kind of fun to be the bad guy. Right. Yep. Causing chaos and mayhem. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a, a single player game. It's it's kind of a strange game because you do play as this blob, this creature. Like I said, with the mouths and tentacles and stuff like that, but it, you you do occasionally do flashbacks where you play as one of the scientists, and you're kind of exploring the the grounds and everything that the monster's in, and then you'll you know pop back to being the monster again. So it's kind of a it's kind of an odd game where it's kind of splits you know between. Mm. monster and you know the scientist viewpoint um to try to figure out what you know what went wrong what, what happened there at the at the thing so it's uh the, the graphics are kind of um i not i they're not i don't know if they're 16 bit or they they're not they're, they're they're pixelated somewhat yeah and this type of pixelation isn't I'm not going to say it's not unique. I'm going to say it's more of not common. It's not rare. It's You can see this a while. If you look around, you'll eventually find a game or two with the same type of look to it. Mm. This, isn't, this isn't a rare thing that happens, but when it does happen, I always think they exceed with their abilities with this because I think the game looks very nice, very gorgeous, very horror-esque where it's dark and dank and you can you feel like the monster yeah yeah because this game rewards you for being you can because you can just go in there and kill everyone but you can take your time and act like it's a horror movie yeah so with that and the environment you go into it kind of ties in with each other yeah yeah do you want to explain some of the stuff you can do like you can use your tentacles to grab people or you can rip like you were saying, you could rip doors off, and yeah, uh, with your with your abilities, you find more of them as you progress to the story. But your main abilities consist of like a grab, where you can, like you said, smash open doors or play yeah. humans around like a whacking flame <laughs> one yeah. two men. Yeah, um, you you can eat them, of course. Eating them will replenish your health. Yeah. Um. You have different abilities too, like you can hide in darkness in certain areas where you can make yourself invisible from others. 
Um, there's another one where you can break through stuff and have spikes come out of you. So anything will get punctured on the way. There's one where you can do a little latch and hook onto things and open levers and or certain areas. You can go through walls and then hit humans if you wanted to or distract yeah, it's, them. It's kind of like a spider. I think they call it like a spider type. It's almost like a spider web type thing yeah. that you shoot and it can grab each onto of these, things. Each of these powers are with stern buttons so you won't get confused or anything you want to switch out of them mm-hmm. and some of these powers are for certain sizes you become like with carrion it's a game where you want to grow you want to become big or you want to become small depending on the certain situation yeah you may have this narrow place you can't get to because you're too big but if you're small enough you can go on through the, right. Like the latch one you were talking about only goes for the small ones, while the spike ones I think is only for the bigger one. Yeah, yeah, and the carry on it, it's you you grow by you know obviously by eating people and, and doing different things, and then there's times where you can basically there's areas of water where you can leave like a biomass, so you kind of split yourself. And you leave like a pile of your body in yeah. this water, this and you mound can go of flesh. You can basically go back to it at some point, grab it, and then yeah, you know, double your size again. But you or you can you know, and that's where you you know, this game is kind of hard sometimes. Like that, you have to sort of figure out. Okay, I can't do this large. So I yeah. have to split myself and then sort of make myself small again. It makes you think out of the box. Yeah, you kind of have to play around with it a little bit. Try something and be, all right, I can't do this but big size. I got to do a small size. That's what I kind of like about this game, though, because if you think about it with horror movies, that's what they got to deal with, too. Right. You think the alien from Alien just knows where to go? Eventually, yeah. he's going to have to go through something he doesn't want to go through. Right. And they... And the way the monster moves is pretty cool because the monster moves across and up things. Like you can go up, down. Yeah, movement is very things. slick. Movement is very easy and it's and, satisfying and in time. Very easy and quick. There's really nothing. It's you know, and I guess I don't know if it's not so much really. I don't know. Would you consider it kind of a platformer since you're climbing and doing stuff over things? Or I guess maybe. Uh, no, I wouldn't call it a platformer. But it's uh, it's very easy to move and it's very um, smooth as far as movement goes, which is really cool about the game. Mm-hmm. And then the tentacles, you can, you know, you could be up above something, and if you want to get a person, you can stretch out the tentacles. You know, hopefully far enough to grab the person yeah. and bring them towards you. If you can't, then you can kind of quickly go in and grab them and, you know. And you can just slither back up and nobody would notice. Like, right. Like, like yeah. we said, it's a horror, It's basically a horror movie. It's really cool. Yeah. So there's a lot of different things you can do uh, within the game. There's different enemies, too, that you have to yeah, you got, deal um, with. There's yeah. like... The scientists, the yeah, the scientists that do nothing but hide or run away, or yeah. or or whimper as they. Yeah, and then eventually you'd find some that would probably carry a gun, maybe. Yeah, you something some to hurt you with, people. But then you got the actual guys who have real guns that could deal major damage to you. Yeah, you got you have some to- other guys that have flamethrowers and 
the list basically goes on. There's a good amount. They try to switch it up each level, and I really appreciate that. Yeah, there's different stuff. There's uh, security guys that have you know pistols or like machine guns. Uh, you have pyro guys that have flamethrowers and a shield, an electric shield. So it's real, those are really difficult because not only do you have to deal with the electric shield that zaps you, but the flamethrower, if it hits you, your whole body catches on yeah, fire you, and you have to kind of find yeah, water like as quickly. A, yeah, a pool of water. You have to find water as quickly as possible. There's a drone on one of the levels that kind of flies around. You have to kind of deal with the drone and it's that one is a little difficult at times because you got to try to catch it and then beat it up at the same time. Uh, and then there's some other stuff like a turret and uh, mech robotic stuff and other mm. bombs and stuff like that you got to deal with in different different levels. So a lot of different things to deal with. It's it is satisfying though when you get to an area where you got like you know even if you do have somebody with a weapon and you can sneak up behind them and grab them and <laughs> you know either eat them or smash grab them, about them and or smash them about. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know you you smash them against a wall and like you know top half of their body flies off and the other half is in a is still in your tentacles it's kind of hmm. it's kind of funny and satisfying there are uh, a lot of like kind of like save areas within the game too yeah. where you where you can you can go into a hole and pretty much spread your biomass as they say Mm-hmm. And that creates like another entity of your species and where you can save and instantly regenerate your health if you go to visit one. Yeah, which comes in handy because there's some levels, like I said, with the with the the pyro guys, flamethrower guys, they they hit you. Sometimes it's it's like you'll you know you'll be on fire and you'll get mm. to water, and maybe you only have like one dot left of health, so you run over to yeah. one of those biomass things and regenerate your health and then you can try it again so you don't have to go too far back sometimes it's they have a lot of these so it's really it's i think it's pretty helpful to have within yeah. the game and carrion also has secrets too that you can find so that's worth going around and checking each and every place out but the only thing problem that comes with that is uh is a little bit of backtracking mm-hmm. but with carrion they also made it so that when you get these new abilities, you can unlock different ways to enter new, the old areas. So they at least did that instead of just saying, Hey, you, you're going to have to go back to where you came from all the way over there. Yeah. But thank God they put like different barriers up that you could break and all that stuff mm-hmm. later on. We become more powerful. Yeah. Um, another thing about this game that they did really well was the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I think they did a very good job. It sounded very, I want to say eighties. Mm-hmm. With their sound that track, they try to make it very like an eighties horror movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it kind of works with some of the situations you go into, and it really depends on what you're doing. And I think that changes the music. Yeah, because if you go and grab someone really fast and from the ceiling, and if someone turns around and just is like, "What? Where? What happened?" I think yeah. I'm pretty sure the music actually goes up in tempo a little bit to yeah. indicate what's going on. Yeah, yeah, I. Yeah, I liked the music too. I thought it was, I thought it was pretty good. To, you know, as far as the, giving it, you know, pretty good atmosphere in the game. Um, what else? Anything else that you liked about the game? It's, I mean, it's just a, it's a really uh, a, a fun game to play. Just 
to grab people and throw them around and stuff like that. It's just a lot of fun. I think this game would be a very good stress reliever. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of, a lot of levels and the world is uh, Mm. pretty, pretty open-ended. I think it's pretty open. It usually puts you on a linear path, but as soon as you get different abilities, you can go back and adventure off a little bit. Yeah. I feel like with Carrion, the difference from them and other ones is because Carrion, you kind of feel like you're powerful. Like mm-hmm. you're supposed to be going around killing things. While other ones kind of doesn't seem like that. I can't really name off some of them right now, but I don't yeah, you can feel like that. <clears throat> when I when I play these games and I want to be the bad guy, I kind of want to feel unstoppable in a way. I want to feel some sort of power, and Carrion achieves that very easily. Mm-hmm. Kind of like how Shark, I almost said Sharknado. <laughs> I meant to say almost like Maneater felt. Because mm-hmm. sometimes with that game, you did feel like you were a powerful shark. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, with that game, that you could easily change that because sometimes those, sometimes the humans in those games get, that game could be really hard. Yeah. Well, this one has like, I mean, yeah, you're a monster and you, and you get to, and you're pretty powerful, but you also yeah. have to be. You have, to see, you have to solve puzzles too to try to, you know, open up certain things and do certain things. So it's which also kind of makes it more terrifying to think yeah. that a thing would exist in a research facility. Yeah, and be smart enough to open doors you know, and <laughs> yeah. go through drains. Yeah, exactly. Slip through small, small <laughs> uh, holes and stuff like that, and then create a larger biomass on the other side. Yeah, that'd be terrifying. <laughs> I would actually, I would enjoy to see a movie of this. Like, I think it'd be a little close, too much close to the thing, because the way the thing looked in that in that movie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I did. I did see somebody mention that in in a review. Yeah. I would definitely love to see a Carrion movie. I would so see that because that'd be very interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see how they would make a blob of flesh even more terrifying than it was in the game. <laughs> yeah, right. The um, one of the things that somebody mentioned that they and I didn't really think about it until they mentioned it in a review was that there was a lack of a mini map, and they thought that that would have been helpful in the game. Yeah, I, I will admit I did get a little lost with the because there's no mini map. But once I kind of found somewhere I haven't been yet or got a power, I usually go back and check. Yeah. This is, I feel like this would be one of those games where if you haven't played it for a while and just came back to it, like you haven't played it for like a couple months and you just return, you kind of be, kind, I feel like you'd be kind of confused of where you are. Mm-hmm. Not, not entirely, but enough to say, okay, what, what, where did I come from? Yeah. Yeah, and and at the beginning when I first started playing it, it was, it took a, a little bit to kind of get used to, you know, how you use your tentacles in grabbing things yeah, and grabbing it's... people, and and one of the things I thought was it took me a little bit of time to get used to, and, and there is an explanation at the beginning of the game like how to use your powers and stuff, but. Uh, one of them was just eating people was sometimes like hit or miss at the beginning for me. Yeah. And, uh, you know, once I got used to it, it, it became easier. But at the beginning I was like, what, how am I not eating this person or why am I not doing it right? So. Yeah. You get used to the controls though. Once you, 
I feel like the tutorial level was a, a started pretty good. It was a good tutorial level. They didn't throw you in with anything overpowered. Right. They yeah. gave you easy prey. Yeah, yeah. So you can just get used to the controls. And then once you get to the more difficult people, you'd be able to figure out what to do and all that. Yeah, yeah. You, really, you, you definitely really need to... They, they, I think they do a good job of that where, you know, the very... For a while there in the game, you deal with really just scientists and yeah. okay yeah you deal with some enemies with guns but nothing really too serious nothing that would take you out really fast it isn't until you get more deeper into the game where you start dealing with the guys with the flamethrowers and the drones and guys with machine guns that just rip you apart oh, yeah. <clears throat> and it's you know by that time once you've gotten to that point you already know pretty well how to play as the monster and how to use your ability is to, to get to them. And you got to play a little stealth too in this game. I mean, with them, with the monster, you got to kind of wait till they turn their backs or wait till they move to a certain other area. Mm. You know, sometimes with the flamethrower guys, you got to wait for them to, you got to kind of play, play chicken with them, you know, get them to shoot the flamethrower, get out of the way. And then, while they're reloading it or while it's reloading, that's when you want to grab them and stuff, that type of stuff. You got to, yeah. you know, it's, it's that stuff can be funny too, because sometimes you it would actually play like in a horror movie. Like one of the times I was playing, I was dealing with those flame, the flamethrower guys. And below them was like this thing of water. And I remember, cause you can, you have this ability where you can call out to, for you can call out. And when your monster makes the, so, the sound, uh, the, uh, your save points will also make a sound so you know where they are at all times, which helps. Mm-hmm. But it also can lure humans to where you are. Yeah. So you can use this Twitter to your advantage pretty easily. And what I did was because they had this little tiny hole in the little pond, little piece of water I was in. They didn't see me through the hole. So before, so before they left, as they turned around, I came out of the water so fast. And I grabbed one. I pulled them right in and ate them. <laughs> nobody else noticed and i just repeated the process but one by one <laughs> so it was like it was like jason Voorhees taking them out yeah yeah from the water just grabbing everyone no one else is noticing <laughs> yeah it is it's it's pretty funny just watching the people you know and grabbing them and and stuff like that yeah it's definitely one of those games you gotta try i think to if you like horror type games and stuff like that, uh, anything else that you want to mention on this game? Yeah, I wanna I wanna say one more thing. Um, how did you like the main menu? I really liked the main menu. The main menu with the with the uh, creatures um, tentacles. Yeah, where you see like it. yeah, you see like a uh, person's perspective of it. Yeah, I yeah, I, was, yeah, it was pretty cool. I liked it. I think they it was, it was pretty fun. Yeah. But, yeah, there's lot, lots of different things. And, and then that was one of the things, too, I liked about it, too, is where you could, you know, there's obviously a lot of save areas in the game, but you could also, you know, pause the game and then do, like, a save point type thing and if you wanted yeah. to leave the game and stuff and then come back to it. So I like that. I, th- I think that was pretty helpful uh, mm-hmm. in this game. So um, I know I got... I played it for a certain amount of time each night and just kind of stopped. And it was like, came back and it was just, you know, it's easy to, easy to find some place to stop and start again the next day. Yeah. I thought, 
I thought Carrion was a very cool game. Um, again, really hope for a movie. That'd be pretty neat. Um, maybe Carrion 2. I would very much be pleased by that. I think they did a very good job on this. A very phenomenal job with doing this kind of stuff because it, I, get, I can assume that it'd be hard to make a game where you become the bad guy. Because there has to be a question where it's like, where, how can you be powerful without being too powerful? Mm-hmm. That's always a hard thing to think about. Um, and the other thing is with with these kinds of games, you gotta eventually someone's just gonna get bored of killing. You have to spice it up. You have to change people around. You have to change up the gameplay in order to make it and keep it interesting. And I think they did a phenomenal job here. I thought the music was wonderful, and I love the style of how the game looked. I love that kind of style because I think the games look very pretty and very gritty. Mm-hmm. I like games that look like that. It looks very interesting to my eyes, and I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Same games go for like that, like uh, like Blasphemous or some other games. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do Blasphemous one day. It'd be it's a very cool game. Um, maybe some other day. But all in all, I think other than the issue with the mini map or um, some other minor things, to me. I'm going to have to give Carrion a 9 out of 10. Okay, cool. Yeah, I I like I really like this game. I was um I was, I'm very pleased with how you move in the game and the things you can do in this game. It is challenging to against certain enemies, but it is a fun way of trying to, you know, get to the defeat the enemies with your you know using these tentacles and grabbing them and slamming them and doing different things so some of them you'll you'll spend quite a bit of time trying to kill them but it's when you when you finally get to do it it's kind of um satisfying so um i like the like the gameplay like the music graphics were fun so for me i would give it a uh again the lack of the mini map absolutely is a big thing too uh, for me because I, I think it does it, you do get lost sometimes in the game uh, so it is a little tough but but it is it's fun to just search around and go you, it's easy to go back and forth to different areas occasionally so i like the game so i'd, I'd give it a um i'd have to give it a nine out of ten as well um yeah, that's great to hear yeah so what do you want to Oh, I should say, what do we have scheduled for next week? Now, what do we want to, what do we have scheduled for next week? Next week, we have a game that we've talked to this person on Twitter, and they made a game called Super Psy Penguin, like Psychic. Mm-hmm. So it's a bullet hell game, which we've talked about before, and where you play as a cybernetic, cybernetic psychic penguin. Hmm. And you fight off aliens and demons. I'm pretty sure. Okay, cool. So, well, that that is uh, on Steam, correct? Yep, that is on Steam. Okay. So we'll be playing that on Steam this this upcoming week, and we'll give a review on that next week. Cool. Sweet. All right. Anything else you got there, Mister K? Nope, that's all for me. I'm pretty sure that's it for this week. Okay. Yeah. That's all I got, too. All right. All thanks, right. everyone. You. See you later, guys. Stay indestructible. Thanks. Right. Bye. Peace.
Hey, it's Mr. K here. Hope you enjoy the show. You can listen to us more on Spotify, iTunes, and iHeartRadio. And you can also find us at Facebook and Twitter. All right, guys, stay destructible. Peace.